Good morning. Um, Pastor Dave asked me to come and uh, share a little bit with you today, and um, he, he wanted me to talk to you because there were there were lots of important church uh, issues um, for my church to be considering. Um, does your church have any important issues? Sure. Um, there were lots of important issues for, for my church to be considering, and, and behind each and every issue uh, was at least one person. Um, our church wasn't huge like yours are in 2021. We were only maybe 70, 75 people big. I, I never really counted. We didn't meet in a big sanctuary like this. Uh, we just worshiped in a home, a couple of homes. Uh, but, but we had passionate people, just like you have passionate people. Uh, passionate people that were, that were passionate about important right now issues. Um, there was at least one passionate person uh, who, care with, who has cares and concerns uh, attached to each issue that, that my church had been considering. Um, Pastor Dave asked me to share the list of uh, concerns of issues that our church was facing, and so I'm just going to write those up here for your attention. Um, we had division. Um, we, we had division uh, in terms of, uh, of, of who we should be following. Some people wanted to follow one teacher, other people wanted to follow another teacher. Um, we had division between people groups, uh, different uh, races uh, weren't, weren't together. Uh, we had uh, division among social rank and, and even class. And we talked about how we follow and are united in Jesus. Um, this one's uncomfortable, but Pastor Dave asked me to put it up. We had incest issues. Uh, we had relatives having sex with other relatives. Uh, to be clear, that's not cool. That's not God's plan. Um, we had people suing other people. Um, we had people suing other people in our gathering. Instead of, instead of talking it out with Christ in the middle, um, they talked it out angrily in the courts. Uh, they, they took it somewhere else to settle. Um, we had sexual immorality issues. We'll just put the uncomfortable word there. Um, sexual immorality issues. We had people abusing God's gift of sex. Um, sex should be in a marriage between uh, a man and a woman. And, and we had people that were abusing God's gift of sex. Um, we talked about uh, basic guidance for uh, married couples. Marriage. Uh, we also uh, talked about some basic uh, principles for living life as a single person. Um, uh, those are important issues to be considering that affect a lot of life, and so we we talked about those things. Um, this isn't really uh, probably an issue to you, but we talked a lot about the confusion uh, over food and, and and when and where it should be eaten. And, and so uh, I'll put uh, food and idols because that was our issue that we had to deal with. Um, food and idols. Uh, I, I know it's not an issue for you, but it was a big deal for us. We talked about the Lord's Supper. Um, we, we, had, uh, we had a lot of confusion about that, about what it is, um, about the significance of it, and uh, people were actually abusing the Lord's Supper. Uh, we also talked about spiritual gifts, um, about gifts that God gives to people, to the church, so that the world can be served, so that the world can know who uh, God is. Um, and, and we talked about how each gift matters, and each gift is, uh, is immensely important. Uh, 
And last but not least, we, uh, we also um, had some confusion about uh, bodily resurrection. Some people were saying that uh, only your spirit rises from the dead. And, and, uh, and we talked a lot about how it's not just your spirit that rises from the dead, uh, but also um, your actual body, bodily resurrection. We've had a lot of important, to us, really important issues to be considering, to be addressing. And behind each issue was a passionate voice. Just see that, right? This isn't just a list of things. This is a list of people that had passions and cares attached to this, these things. Behind each issue was a passionate, emotional person with cares and concerns attached. Now, just consider this. With all these issues on the table, I wanted to make known to them the most important thing. I'd already made it known to them. I'd spoken it before. Uh, in fact, what I'm about to say had already impacted and changed the life of my church. Uh, they had received it once. They didn't leave it out there as a thing, uh, as information. They made it their own. Um, they brought it close to them. They made it part of who they were. What I'm about to say is what they had been, been standing on for a long time. Um, it, it's the thing that had given them a sure foundation in the midst of so much uncertainty. But I wanted to say it. I, I guess what I was doing is I was making it known again. I was saying it again. I was reminding them Reminding them, reminding you what is most important. See, uh, this thing that I'm about to say is, is what belongs at the top of your list. Uh, of every single list that we could ever make every single day. You, we, need to be reminded because very often it finds some other rank on our list. Uh, we, don't, we don't mean to let it happen. But, but these kind of right now issues just sometimes grab our attention and they, they wiggle their way to the top. And then this thing that I'm about to say again, it moves down the list, maybe all the way down the list. And so I want to say it again. I want to remind you. I want to remind them. I wanted to remind myself so, so that it gets put back on top again. What's the most important thing? What's the first priority for us? What's the top rank that should always be at the top of our list? The gospel. Good news. The gospel is that Jesus died for our sin. The blood of Jesus actually cleanses us, washes us clean. A, a ransom needed to be paid uh, to, to set us free from sin and from death and from the devil. And that ransom is not gold or silver. That ransom is the precious blood of Jesus himself. Jesus purchased our freedom and our forgiveness. Jesus was the sacrifice that covered over once and for all our sin. His wounds bring us healing. He took our place, the punishment that we deserved. 
The good news is that Jesus died for our sin. You, you know that you're sinful, right? It's a little uncomfortable. But this is what makes it good news, is it's something that we all need. Um, you need this, this good news, more than anything else. Each one of these issues that we mentioned earlier has sin attached to it and needs the death of Jesus. The gospel good news is that Jesus died for our sin according to the scriptures. That means it wasn't a whim. Just think about that. It wasn't a whim. It wasn't something that just happened. It wasn't an accident, right? The, the, the coming of Jesus, the death of Jesus was, was part of the divine plan of God. We plan for things that we love, yeah? We plan for vacations. We plan for things that we're passionate about. Um, we plan uh, uh, over lists like this, right? All these things we make plans around. God, since before the foundation of the world, made a plan to save, to adopt us into his family by bringing us to himself through Jesus. This is what God was planning. This is what God wanted to do. This is what God gave God great pleasure. He made a plan and he acted on that plan. The gospel was God's plan that he made because he's passionate about saving you. The, the gospel good news is that Jesus died for us according to the scriptures and that he was buried. People actually saw the grave. They stood at the tomb. It's historic fact that there are landmarks and eyewitnesses to prove his death. The gospel good news is that Jesus died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that on the third day he was raised to life. Death and sin and the devil don't win. Evil doesn't win. Suffering isn't the final word. Jesus wins. Victory is the final word. No more tears. No more struggle. Resurrected life. The gospel good news. <laughs> the gospel good news is that Jesus died for our sins according to the scripture, that he was buried and that on the third day he was raised to life. This thing is the most important thing. It's so important that, that when I was first with the church in Corinth, I, I decided to know nothing among them except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Nothing. I, I knew that all these issues were on the table, but I decided to know nothing except Jesus and him crucified and risen from the dead. The gospel is so important that I consider everything else garbage everything, so that I can gain and stay focused on the gospel, on the good news, on Jesus. The gospel is the most important thing because it impacts and it changes and it helps us to address all these other things that we so often let wiggle to the top. And so I wanted to remind my church and I, and I guess Pastor Dave asked me to come to remind you what is of first importance. What is top priority? What is first in rank? And so I, I want to say the gospel again. I want to make the gospel known again so that we can put it back in its, in its proper place at the top.
Can I just speak as uh, Dave Pro for a couple of minutes? Um, I, I, I need to be reminded I need to be told again. I need people around me that will make the gospel known to my heart again. I need to be reminded about what is most important, uh, what should be at the top of my list, every list that I make. I need to be reminded because very often the most important thing, the gospel, it finds some other rank on my list. I don't mean to let it happen, but right now issues sometimes grab my attention and wiggle their way to the top of my list. And then the gospel moves down. Um, maybe all the way down. And so I, I, I need someone to say it again <laughs> so that the gospel gets put back on top again. Let me give you some examples. Um, I often settle for um, what is urgent and not what is important. I don't know if you know this, but sometimes uh, uh, people have complaints, and those complaints end up uh, taking an urgent place instead of uh, what is most important place. Um, I often make bad news um, the most important thing, um, and so I'll just put suffering, but under this is uh, suffering in Afghanistan, and I can't spell that, that's why, I don't know, I'm just going to go like that, that's not right. And fires, right? So, so suffering is bad news, and, and that I often let capture my attention the most. Um, I, I often shuffle the list of my most important things based on my calendar or the time of day. And so uh, on there I've got, uh, of course, my soccer schedule with my boys and my need uh, to rest better. And... Um, uh, I've often got counseling opportunities um, that I look at as great opportunities to connect, uh, but, but sometimes they, they end up taking, you know, first place. I, I don't know if you know this, but um, Sunday morning happens every week, every seven days, and so there's always like this demand for a sermon that needs attention, and so that often ends up being the most important thing. I've got uh, staff that I'm supposed to lead, and, and they have needs, and I want to help and, and address those needs. I want to be a better husband. I always am trying to be a better dad. And, and, and so often, right, I, I settle for, for what is urgent and not what's important. Um, I make bad news the most important thing. I shuffle my list of most important things based on the calendar and the time of day. And so I need to be reminded that Jesus died for my sin, according to the scriptures. I need to be told again that Jesus was buried and that Jesus was raised to life after the third day. I need to be reminded of the gospel, about what is most important, so that I can keep putting it back in its rightful place on my list. Um, can I speak with you as Pastor Dave for a couple of minutes? Um, despite the, I was here listening when Paul was talking to you earlier 
and that was cool, but I, I, I just think it would be important to say that there are a lot of important issues for us as Resurrection Ministries to be considering. And behind every and each issue is at least one person, one person that matters. Um, that we've got passionate people that are, that are passionate about important right now issues. And, uh, and there's at least one passionate person who, who has cares and concerns attached to each issue that we need to be considering. Um, there are urgent issues, uh, issues that, that demand attention immediately. Uh, for us at Resurrection, that's usually been something like restrictions and mandates over the last year and a half. Um, and then I'm going to say response, because um, every time that we have to respond to restrictions and mandates, you just have to know uh, there's always somebody that gets hurt by our response, somebody that's frustrated by our response to the restrictions and the mandates. And so we do our best to try to follow up with them and, and respond to their frustration and their angst. Um, there's, of course, bad news for us to be considering, and that captures our, uh, captures our attention. Um, our attendance is down. Uh, we're down 40 to 50 percent. Uh, 10:45 has been really low, and so that captures our attend uh, our attention. Um, we, we really just have been lacking community presence because of this uh, COVID thing, and and uh, and it's it's driving us crazy to to be uh, locked in here. Um, are we actually making disciples? That make disciples. There are, um, there are right now worldly issues that uh, people want answers for and they want us to talk more about. Um, who should we vote for and why? Um, what the public schools are teaching. Um, how they uh, as individuals should respond to restrictions and mandates. Um, and then there are important uh, issues for our church to be considering. Uh, we've uh, got this great effort to, to try to put solar on the building. Um, our volunteers are down. We used to have a lot of volunteers, and now we have relatively few. Um, I've been asking our leaders to consider a passage from Galatians 6.10, which is uh, do good at every opportunity that we have especially to the saints. Um, we're lacking point people right now for a lot of our ministries. So despite your um, lack of response earlier, there are a lot of important issues for us to be considering. Um, I need your help to be considering these issues. Um, I can't do this alone. Um, we need to be addressing these things together. But now, now I want to make known to you again. I, I want to say to you again. I want to remind you what is of first importance. Um, what is top priority? What is first on every single list that we consider together? Um, I've said it many times before in a lot of different ways. Some people are tired of me saying it. <laughs> but I decided long ago to know nothing else except Jesus Christ crucified. 
and risen from the dead. I consider everything else garbage to knowing Christ and helping you know Christ more. I've said it before and you have received it and we stand on it and it alone. So now let me say it again. We need to be reminded because very often the most important thing, the gospel, it finds some other place on our list. Um, we, 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 don't, we don't mean to let it happen, but, but right now issues sometimes grab our attention so strongly and those right now issues wiggle their way to the top and then the gospel moves down the list maybe all the way down the list. And so I want to say it again. I want to speak it again so that the gospel gets put back on top of our list again. Jesus Christ died for our sin according to the scripture. Jesus was buried. And Jesus was raised to life on the third day. That's the most important thing. That's the thing that impacts all the other things. Uh, that's, that's the thing that all the other things need. The gospel good news is truly what we need most, what we must be speaking to one another, and what must be at the top of every single list that we make. Can I just share one more experience with you? Uh, I, I know that I and, and that that Pastor Dave guy have given you a lot to chew on this morning. Um, a, a lot of information. And so I want to share just one more thing, a, a little bit more of the story. You see, after Jesus rose from the dead, he, he, didn't, he didn't just leave. He actually started appearing to people. He showed up. He appeared to Peter and to the 12. He appeared to 500 people at once. He appeared to James. And then he appeared to me. He showed up. Guys, when he appeared to me, my life my priorities, my list, they were all in the wrong order. <laughs> my list was way out of order, and still he appeared. He showed up, and he put himself at the top of my list. And he sent me on my way to tell others, to speak the good news, and to speak it again, and to speak it again. And so I thought maybe, maybe you should hear that this morning. You probably had a little conviction or a little guilt or a little heaviness that your list, that our list, isn't in the right order. Let me just share the good news with you. That the gospel, that grace, it shows up. It appears. It draws near. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. 
uh, Jesus, we, uh, um, we're, uh, we're, we're sorry uh, that, we, that we so often uh, get our lists out of order, uh, that we uh, so often let the most important thing kind of wiggle its way down the list. We're sorry that we forget what's most important. Um, we're, uh, we're, we're sorry that we, we put other things in front of you. Uh, would you please forgive us? Um, refresh our spirits. Would you please <laughs> show up? Would you please appear? Would you just speak that gospel good news to us once more? Uh, so that so we can come back to the truth of what matters most. Uh, so we can remember what matters most. So we can celebrate and enjoy what matters most. And all God's people said, amen.